0: Everyone, and welcome to The Casual Hour, a podcast ostensibly about video games, but mostly about getting bought by Microsoft. I'm your host, Chase Kaneki, because this is a deep dive episode, kind of, maybe, not really, I, I don't know. Uh, but I'm hosting, and that's what matters. Along with me, as always, the gamer who's not on the go, but is the host of this podcast most of the time, Bobby Pease. Hi, Bobby. Hey, how are you? And and uh and that other guy. Hi. Uh so we're here to talk about Johnny Emsage. Hi Johnny, how are you doing? What? <laughs> um He's tired, guys. He's so out. tired. He's he's exhausted. So tired.
1: Uh, but of, yeah, we're we're here to us? talk.
0: Yes Well fair, yes, probably. Uh, we're here to talk uh, about a few things I do have a fun little thing we can do Not exactly a deep dive, but a fun thing we can do But before that, there was some bit of news As you might have heard uh, And I referenced it there at the top of the show yeah. Guys uh, The video game industry Just got a little smaller And also a lot bigger
2: They they couldn't have made it $69 billion They had, would have they had no
0: choice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, they did not do that. Yes, uh, Microsoft. We're starting it off with a little casual report here. Uh, Microsoft has purchased Activision Blizzard for a whopping $68.7 billion, making it the uh, biggest video game acquisition in history. And it has to be one of just the biggest acquisitions. It
3: it is. In history. history.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had this tweet uh, that I liked uh, from Matthew Ford. That says to put in perspective how big of a deal Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard is. Here's the top five biggest video game acquisitions in history. Number five was King, that was done for 5.9 billion. Number four is Bethesda, which we all know Microsoft got as well, 7.5 billion. Supercell sold for 10.2 billion. Zynga 12.7, and this one 68.7. So uh, a bit of a jump. That's so, big. Just- like a billion between over there um and we felt this was like a big enough story that we really needed to talk about it on the show
3: i
2: i I think this is the biggest story that's happened in gaming in my lifetime
3: yeah i would agree like i don't think there's been anything bigger than this certainly from a money standpoint exactly yeah but i I mean when you look at the like people were losing their mind over bethesda and rightfully so like there's I understand that you're not a huge fan of Bethesda, but there's a lot of people who are very passionate about those titles. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I think Microsoft bringing that over to it. And um, chat's asking if this is a good thing. And I think that's yet to be determined.
1: I think think that gets to the
0: heart of the issue, though. I think that's something we should talk about, is what Colin's referencing here. Is this a good thing?
2: I I think given the state, I don't don't think this happens if Activision is not... in the situation they're in now, here, I do not certainly
3: happen. I think there is a few angles that we we will probably cover this tonight, and I just want to I don't want to speak for the two of you, but I am going to speak for the two of you when I say this. Like we've danced around the the Activision Blizzard stuff a little bit over the last several weeks here on the show. I think we've made it pretty clear um, that we we think what's happening out there is absolutely bullshit, and uh, the environment needs to change. So we're not experts. Yeah. We we literally get our news from the same place as a lot of you do and we try to give you our opinions on said news with our like our take and so tonight we'll probably be talking more about some of that stuff than we have in the past and I don't want to speak for Chase and I don't want to speak for Johnny when I say we're not experts here when it comes to some of the inner workings and the legalities that are are being encroached out there in California with them however as fans of video games and as people who care about the industry and the games that we get to take take in from that industry, we'll, we'll be commenting as individuals and as the show tonight on some of that stuff. And I think that we're going to be talking about what's happening with Activision Blizzard, first and foremost, probably, and what we think might come of it from this acquisition. We'll be talking about Microsoft specifically and their War chest of Money and now video games and Game Pass. And I'm sure that we're going to be talking a little bit about where we think some of those games might end up and where they won't end up potentially when the dust settles next year at the end of this. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to back yeah. off a little bit and let chase and Johnny kind of steer the ship and I'll be chiming in, but I, I did want to step in as host and just say that well, we, uh, we, we have I'm host. Well, yes. Adjacent host, um, adjacent host. <laughs> Thank a chasing host. Um, we're not experts on some of the stuff that's been talked about. We might be talking about specifics of it that we've been, Able to see through other media sources, so there could be some yeah. subject stuff tonight that might be a bit sensitive. I don't know how much we'll get into it, but I just want to put that out there for everybody on what's going. Well,
0: on. I want to say, I want to say, I read uh, exactly one uh, Bloomberg article, so I think I'm a pretty big expert on the hmm. on the subject. <laughs> Great, we're ready. Uh, but, but that Bloomberg article is, I think, really interesting. It has some some good reporting in there. And, and Johnny's right that the only reason this deal happens in the first place is because of the of the things that are going on in Activision, the the controversy that's going on there, the sexual allegations mm-hmm. uh, that, that are happening both uh, with Bobby Kodak and under his watch yeah. and, and how that has tanked their stock price. I think it was up at a hundred dollars around uh, at, at one point last February. And then when this stuff came, came to light, it's, you know, half of that uh, at this point now. So Microsoft, even though they're buying Activision at, at a premium of what the stock price is, they're still getting a, a pretty good deal because yeah. because of how the stock price has fallen uh since since it was at its at its peak.
2: Yeah man. It's Did did you see uh I think uh Kotaku is who posted this? But I guess apparently Bobby Kotick was saying like maybe we should buy a PC gamer or a Kotaku to get a more positive spin on this thing. And that just goes to show you what a
3: slimy piece of shit Bobby Kotick is well, um and what they're saying right now is and again whatever inner workings are happening between these two gargantuan companies they can't talk about because the right. the the deal's not done first and foremost yeah. and there's as,
2: as a long yeah we're, legal road
3: ahead of it June of next uh, year is a targeted finalization so June 2023 is what they're looking at for the dust to settle and Uh, there's been two reports that have come out, uh, IGN ran one that came from a Microsoft representative where, of course, like they're going to say this, they have to, that Bobby Kotick is still CEO of Blizzard Activision. Now there's also been other reporting that's come out that as the dust settles on this, there's going to be some sweeping up and cleaning house that happens as Phil had shared out an internal email. Well, he didn't share it out, but it had came out an internal email to the team that they're all reporting to him. He is now have a promotion over Microsoft games. It looks like he is now the, the top of He's
0: the CEO of Microsoft
3: gaming. Yeah. So that is who everybody's going to be reporting yeah. to when, when this deal is done. So I don't know if that's something where like, I, we all have to speculate here that that Bobby yeah. is going to be swiftly booted. Yeah. From all As those.
0: most Bobby's in positions of power should be. Like we should exactly. get rid of all of them
2: uh yeah the the wall street journal reported that you know once once this deal's is done he's gone and i think that is a net positive uh but like it, it is
0: but for him to get for him for him to get kicked out with an extremely exactly, golden parachute
2: yeah that's what i was gonna uh, say uh is is know.
0: really disappointing to see that you know Microsoft could have easily stipulated that part of this deal was that my, the, that Kodak uh, was kicked out before the deal went through. Now, I, who knows if it gets taken at that point? But right. I think the the thing that really is is odd to me and feels weird is that we had Phil Spencer, you know, a handful of weeks ago. Saying, "Hey, we're really looking at this Activision Blizzard stuff. It's going to change
2: the way." He said they're reevaluating. Oh yeah! Oh, they reevaluated all right. Yeah, (laughs) they they reevaluated the price. I mean, this deal like has been going on for months. However long, yeah, months
0: if not a year. Yeah, Kodak is saying that Phil Spencer had contacted them a year ago about potentially doing this, um, but it's. (laughs)
2: But yeah, it's just it, another it just example makes... of rich assholes getting away. <laughs> That's true. With, Fuck them. You know.
0: But it also it also makes me question Phil Spencer a little bit at this point that that he, you know, I know you have to say stuff for the public and you say you keep stuff in private, especially when deals are going down like this. But for him to talk out of both sides of his mouth in this situation to say, "Hey, we're reevaluating our our." relationship with this
3: company and also hey, the way we're buying I, I don't think that I mean I think that that's I don't think it's talking on both sides of your mouth I think that th- he believes in talent and Microsoft if anybody has proven over the last several years that a public about face is not an easy thing to do but they've done it with some grace it looks like and I think that what he is saying at least how I read into it is we're reevaluating that relationship we're going to buy them we're going to we're going to refuge these people that have done good work for these these companies that have got caught up in the bullshit of these higher executives and look not and microsoft's not without blame or shame or i'm sure that they've had their own hr complaints but i do believe that that phil and his team are going to be a somewhat of a safe harbor at least that's what i'm hoping for a lot of these people on that team where they can come in and do the work that they want to do create the shit that they, they set out to do without all this hanging over them. And maybe I don't know. I don't, I I don't know. Like I can't say for certain man, like I I get where you would say like both sides of your mouth, but I think that that is an aspect that maybe they were looking at an acquisition then and reevaluating it based off of what was happening. Like this probably expedited a few things for Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. But ultimately, if the end goal, which what I'm reading on my Twitter thread is, is to fire Bobby Kotick, this seems like the prob- The more probable way of doing it, because the board currently would not do that. And it, it maybe also explains why
2: the board s- stood by their man. Sure. have uh, him on if they you knew they know, were Of course, it right. it's if a they, holiday they, for the them. Is, the board is full of his friends. Right. But also, when someone this toxic is at the helm... Of a company, normally, uh, yeah, you'd kick them out, give them their golden parachute
3: parachute, they
2: and, get a uh, golden uh, pair
3: shorts over there,
2: yeah,
1: but, but back
0: to the Phil thing, like I, I, Bobby, I hope you're right. I hope that is is how things are going down, and that's what he meant when he said it, but we know that's not like that's not what people were talking about when we were all talking about reevaluating our
3: relationship, yeah, with every most major people saying that yeah,
0: I know what you're saying, yeah. and and they were saying that in ways of hey, we are distancing ourselves from Activision Blizzard in different ways, whether uh-huh. you know whether that's going to be financial or what. And so for for Phil to say a, a similar statement and come out, I think he was one of the earliest ones too to come out with a pretty strong statement like that. Uh, but then we know that what what he meant behind the scenes or what was going on is that he's not distancing himself; he's getting even closer and acquiring, and shape. that's. That's yeah. not. That's obviously not what people were thinking when, when you said that statement. So yeah. it, it feels that. That's how I feel a little bit. I, uh, I, I wouldn't still say don't. betrayed. I don't really have a dog in the fight.
2: I mean, uh, this it, Jim Ryan made a similarly bland statement. You know, sure. it's like these these huge behemoths that rely so much on the other to keep. You know themselves in the black aren't going to come out and take a huge swipe at someone like that unless they're sure they know which way the wind is blowing. Um, And I don't know. Go ahead, finish your thought. No, I was just like, I I would expect Phil Spencer to make a statement similar to that regardless of whether or not they were in the midst of trying to acquire Activision Blizzard, you know? like, That's just... That's just corporate speak, you know. You you say things without really saying much of anything at all, uh, or you know, aligning yourself one way or the other. I mean, look at look at all the social causes that all these companies have decided to hop on the bandwagon for. Because oh, this is okay. This is the way things are going. This is the way the most the, like the majority of the country feels. So yeah, Black Lives Matter, that's Pride, et cetera, et cetera. Um,
0: yeah, but so. I think Phil has also prided himself and and built that persona for him that he is you know one of us in a way. He's a gamer. Sure. He shows us all the games that he played. Like Jim Ryan, I don't think that guy picks up a fucking controller. And if he does, he doesn't really give a shit about it. Like he's he's out there talking about how PlayStation owners don't care about backwards compatibility and don't like old games. Like that's. Like there's right. there, he's sure. he is meant to be out of touch almost. And Phil Spencer is supposed to be the opposite he, of that. He's yeah, coming really. out wearing his cool video game shirts and going like I'm here for the gamers. I want us to be the best place to play.
2: Yeah. So
0: I, I think he he has a different set of expectations on him when he when he
3: builds a persona like that. I, I mean I he's like, damned if he we, does, he damned if he doesn't in this situation too, you know? Like ultimately it could be a really good thing for all parties involved, but you got to get pretty damn close to the problem to understand like how many heads does this Hydra have? And I mean, like, look, a year ago, we were all trying to figure out if elder scrolls would be exclusive, right? Like that was what we were trying to understand from that acquisition. And now we're trying to talk about something a lot more complicated and still talk about some exclusives, which we will, but, but now it's, it's. Do they fire a fucking problem? It's amazing how
0: quickly that conversation happens, too. Like, that is already... People are already asking, oh, shit, is, oh, is uh, Call of Duty uh, exclusive? Uh, there is There is another quote from Phil uh, in, in that Bloomberg article that says, I'll just say to the players out there who are playing Activision Blizzard games on Sony's platform, it is not our intent to pull communities away from that platform, and we remain committed to that. Which... I don't know what to believe anymore, because, again, I still feel like he was talking a little bit out of both sides of his mouth the last time. So, I on one hand, yeah, I guess it makes sense to have Call of Duty on all the platforms, because it's the one that's going to sell everywhere. You don't want to just cut your profits for that. Like, you you don't mind making the money that you're going to make off of Sony. I don't know. It's... But, I think maybe that's the more interesting conversation for us to have right now we're, we're not business guys we're, we're not we don't know uh, what's going on here with all this too much but
2: okay, okay. you want to you know my hot take what's going to happen sure.
3: well, yeah okay. well do you want to before you give the hot take um, can you let's just run down maybe like a handful of what, what what's the, the IP we're talking about here like what games oh, are on the table uh-huh. right now <laughs> Overwatch. Yep. Wow. Diablo.
2: Those. That's just Blizzard. Uh, Call of Duty. Tony Hawk.
3: Um, NBA Jam.
2: It, it's. I keep thinking Not of things hard. over the last two days. Like, oh fuck yeah! Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Spyro. Like it's 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 such so broad and scope I, I, I think
3: the biggest one that we I mean we, we could literally just talk about Call of Duty tonight That that's all yeah, we would have to sure. talk about and it would be for sure. enough for this but there's a lot more to it but Call of Duty um, even the bad ones that came out the last two years uh, I believe the last so 2021 at the end of the year number one and four place so number mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. and three, three right was so the two Call of Duty games right mm-hmm. Van- Vanguard and Black Ops Coldware Cold so War. that's a that's a pretty big let's start there. I think that's the one we got to talk about. If that's cool with you two, okay. I like I'd, I'd love to Yeah. Just so Johnny, give me a hot take on Call of Duty.
2: Okay. I think I think Warzone stays multi-platform and I think Call of Duty is if you, any platform that lets Game Pass onto it still gets Call of Duty. I think that this is this is them squaring up and looking at Sony. You know, because they've been pretty open about the fact that, like, hey, we would love to put Game Pass on other platforms. Uh, and Sony has made comments like, no, that's not going to happen. But I don't know. Like, they, they, they could... I'm sure that there are whizzes at Microsoft running the numbers right now to see, you know, if we make this gamble, could it pay off, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think that they make all single player like regular call of duty entries are xbox and game pass only um and that is the ticket to get game pass onto other platforms so that sony still gets to wet their beak a little bit from you know they get their 30 percent or whatever
3: um i don't know I, I, i don't know what the numbers look like for a company like amazon with luna and because they, they had that partnership with Ubisoft when that first launched where it's like, hey, this is a channel that you can subscribe to. And if you mm-hmm. were a current subscriber, it was just already activated for you if you were on on that service. But you know, I I I think I agree with you, Johnny, and ultimately like I think the wording was when when they were talking about the Elder Scrolls is that Elder Scrolls will be available to play wherever Game Pass is. Yes. And um so a few things come to my mind is that like we might be looking at like sony as like the only vessel here where i think i don't think game pass was in in this conversation but at ces this year uh all the new samsung tvs that are coming are going to be equipped with stadia and geforce now like it's an app already pre-installed when you turn the tv on
0: it's uh what's Stadia?
3: Stadia is something that used to happen with games where you could play them everywhere i don't really know what happened there chase Hmm um but if game pass could get in on the tv front you don't need it to be on that box like it's already there or if like if microsoft says hey here's a 40 dollars fire stick equivalent xbox hdmi stick that you just pop in your tv and have have that then like that solves that problem too but I do believe that if they would come to the table in a way that like Steam or these other storefronts do, and they're like, hey, you're gonna get a split. Like we're gonna get majority of it, whether it's a, a 30, 70, or if it's even like a forty sixty, whatever that would be, like the subscription, if they pay through it, like the PSN store, like you have to use that storefront to buy your, your pass through Game Pass. Microsoft's gonna get a little bit on the back end, but so Sony, so it's mutually beneficial having said that there's a stubbornness there man like i i I have no idea i really don't like i know that you can stream like what's interesting is is that on the xbox right now you can fire up the browser and you can do geforce now you can play that on your xbox and have all those games and who's to say that sony just doesn't fucking move around and say like hey we built a browser fuck my like fuck getting money there like if you want it and have it play it that way but i don't know like i think that it would make no sense, absolutely no sense to spend $69 billion on something that you couldn't benefit from, which is not to sell more consoles, but to, to further integrate game pass into the household. That's the whole target here. Like that would be like Netflix yeah. buying up a studio just to put shit on Amazon prime. Yeah. So,
0: so that I think that leads more to a question that I have, uh, I know we we talk about how game Pass is the best deal in video gaming, and i I think that's objectively true right now and well, it's only you, you broke up a little bit
3: can you can you repeat what you said there? I want to make sure I didn't miss that
0: I said that people have been saying that game Pass is the best deal in gaming, and I think that's objectively true. yeah, yeah I can yeah. agree with that while not being a game pass member uh, but I also think that you have when when we have deals like this, when we have consolidation like this, when we have uh, one service becoming the be-all, end-all, mm-hmm. that that is that is bad for competition, that is bad potentially for video games. I, I think about what happens with something like Apple Arcade. We saw Apple Arcade come out. We saw people change the way they make video games because they wanted it to do better on Apple Arcade. Games Games on Apple Arcade became more about how long can you spend on this game because that's the way that uh, that uh, Apple gave the revenue share so they they were building different kinds of games and i worry that game pass game pass could lead to a similar type of situation where we get different kinds of games the, the games change that we lose some of the games that we like right now because hey we 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 have metrics now that microsoft gives us about how game pass Works And we need to optimize our games to work on game pass, which might not be optimal to players, which might not be the best thing for players. If, if they, if, uh, for example, if a company knows that their, their base game is going to be sold through game pass. They, they already are saying, okay, well, any there are no sales of this game, really. We're not getting that money. We're getting the money that Microsoft gives us for being on Game Pass, but we're not getting the money from selling the games. Does that mean we give players less game to know that we're also going to make some DLC on the back end that they might need to pay for? Or are we going to do more cosmetic stuff that we know players are going to pay for? Because that's how we can get a little extra money out of things. Instead of making a game and selling it at a premium price point, we're going to make uh, a, a cheaper game and put more... Cosmetics and things in it because that's how we can get more money out of the deal. That I'm not saying that's going to happen, I'm not saying that's how Game Pass is set up to work, but it's a scenario I could see happening that could end up being bad for players in the end, and that's that's the thing yeah. I worry about.
2: It's uh, I you say that, Chase, and then I remembered uh, let's see, I'm finding stuff from 2019, like in 2020. And Game Pass it can amplify sales for some studios, and then sure. if, if the game is bad, then it doesn't do as well. Um, but I, yeah, but also there's a the thing, you know, if if one one person has all the marbles, all of a sudden, you know, it can it. I don't know. Those like, marbles go way up. Yeah. Yeah. There's, that's that's there's, why I have such mixed feelings about this because. On the one hand, huge acquisitions have all the time. Happen all the time. Look, and, it, look, and
0: right now, it's a fantastic deal. If you if you have Game Pass right now, you're thinking, oh, I'm never buying a Call of Duty ever again because I just get it with Game Pass. Yep. That's a good deal to me. I that's all I need. But I think there could be implications further down the road that make yeah, that less you, of a
2: good deal. You think about the people who all they do is buy Game Pass, and they say, or Call of Duty every year. And they say, okay, well, for the same amount of money almost, or, you know, a little bit more, I could get this. And then all of a sudden
3: they have all these other games available to them uh, that they could potentially sink time and money into. Um, it's wild to think about, too, like, from a rotation standpoint. Like, not to go back to the Netflix well here, but, you know, things come and go on Netflix all the time. Except those in-house properties like you can always find those shows there and i think that um game pass you know like there's a there's a steady flow and rotation happening there where like games come and go off of it but if you are like what's wild to think about because it used to just be like oh well the microsoft titles are going to be there which is great and we'll have those but those microsoft titles can that that pool is getting so damn big like a few years back when they did the xbox one x when that when that box came around i moved back over to the platform after being an xbox and a 360 user i did not like what the xbox one initially launched as and i moved over to playstation as like my primary console when the series x or i'm sorry the one x came out i jumped back over and I told myself, like, hey, you're going to treat your Switch and your PlayStation as, like, exclusive content only. And there's, there's been a lot of discussion for years now that Sony's been mopping up with their exclusives, specifically with Microsoft. And still, like, I think that the stories that they're telling over there are, are some of the best in the industry, if not the best. And when I look at, like, how I've treated my Xbox, it's been the catch-all for anything that wasn't an exclusive to PlayStation, And that's just where I felt like the hardware was better for like 4K gaming. I really appreciated that. I liked the Xbox live service. I I liked game pass in its infancy and I love it even more so now. And so when I look at what's happening with this, it's wild to think that all the games that I was spending money on, which not every single one of them, but a lot of them are now becoming part of the studio that it's just there like, I'm not, I've never played World of Warcraft, I'm sure I would find something to enjoy on that game, but if they were able to say, like, hey, that's $15 a month to play WoW, well, if you have Game Pass, you just play WoW, like, it's there, it's there for you to play, it's already baked in, like, you you have that in your subscription, like, why wouldn't you, like, you could still go that path, like, you don't have to subscribe to Game Pass, like, that's an option, WoW is $15, Game Pass is $15, plus you get all this, like, what other person wouldn't be like, well, that, and I think that's what Microsoft's trying to do here is just saying like, we're the easy answer. Like this mm-hmm. is the path forward. This is the smartest move for your dollar. We are gonna be the absolute best place to have a library of games. You can play them on your mobile phone. You can play them in a browser. You can play them on a PC. You can play them on an Xbox. Yeah. We in want that to be progress- the
2: case. Carries over, right? You know, they
3: they simplified it for everybody, and I think that that's the thing that they have to focus on here.
2: And, and
0: I, I'm with you, and like I, we've talked about it before. Once once I get this Steam Deck, I've, I'm going to end up getting Game Pass because it is too good of a deal to pass up uh, when you have a system that actually works with it. And I don't have a PC, and I uh, don't play on my current Xbox much at all. And right. I didn't get a Series X or S, so. Once I actually get a Steam Deck, absolutely it makes sense from an individual standpoint. I'm, but again, my my still my fear is that what happens, you know, five ten years down the line yeah, is sure. everything Game Pass at some point, and then Game Pass now has the ability to tell me what games I can and can't play, and that's that's not something. I mean, I, I'm. Decided for do
3: either one of you think that there is there any acquisition that can happen at this point in time that would be a bigger surprise than this ea i mean they've been betting I each other so not, much they're not
2: bigger though right no. like
3: they're not
0: bigger than Dude, they, than they Act- make
2: fifa like
0: yeah but but from money money
2: standpoint they are not
0: bigger than activision
2: probably not no i uh, i just, mean just because Activ- i mean activision has wow like they have more i mean revenue streams but the, an- of- the answer
0: is nintendo it's it's who who could offer nintendo enough money to say we got we got them yeah. We got the people who make
3: games i do right. think that johnny brought up a good point with ea like that's the one thing that i feel game pass would benefit from greatly is some sort of like sports franchise and like you have, i mean you got yeah. EA play on there but like if they had like day and date when madden launched it's on game pass like mm-hmm that's kind of game busters right like if they had yeah. call of duty and madden think about that we we joke about this shit all the time as a show and we're not trying to make light of people's interests because everybody plays different types of games but we've talked that there's those people who buy two games a year whether it be call of duty or madden or both and if that was on game pass and that was built into your tv and you had the internet to do it like why the fuck wouldn't you just do that yeah. uh
0: colin also mentions in the chat here another you know surprising acquisition would be valve and all of steam and and i yes for sure but i also think because of valve owning steam and right. liking their position where they are with all the money they make they they don't need to take a deal like that I, yeah, I think
2: they're also a I think privately safe. held company yeah uh, i
0: think they're safe i think uh uh An epic is safe. Like those guys are the ones who would do the acquiring and have done the acquiring, not necessarily being acquired. Yeah, and and I guess the kind of the same goes for Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't really acquire much. They they purchase some studios to become part of their teams, but they're Nintendo is one I could see. Hey, Nintendo has a really bad year one year. Like they have another Wii U situation. That, that puts them in a in a tougher spot. Yes, they have got a huge war chest, but maybe they're in just a tough enough spot that somebody can come in and and say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you a life raft and and bring them in."
3: Yeah, I I, anyway, I agree. Like, I think surprising, one hundred percent. I don't know, man. Like, there's a long yeah. time ahead of us, and we'll see yeah. what happens here. Um, it's exciting. It's 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 something. It's wild yeah. news. And I,
2: I, I think one thing that I don't know if it makes me feel better, but hearing um, like the, the guys from Obsidian, uh, hearing Tim Sweet or not Tim, uh, Schaefer. Tim Schaefer, like it seems as though Microsoft, even though they you know they own these studios, they still retain their autonomy. they they're like Psychonauts Two is given more time, more money. Uh, you know, it didn't help Chase like it, but it. This still, like, I, I, I don't know, like, I feel like if if anyone can, if if one there's one net positive is maybe like some life gets breathed back into these places. They're no longer, uh, you know, being have this blade looming over their head of like, hey, you need to be a billion dollar a year franchise for you to matter to us. Um, yeah. I could see. A lot of the dormant or, you know, uh less uh utilized franchises being revived. Uh maybe we'll get that Tony Hawk three plus four remake that, that that'd be cool. I'm Jones and four since one and two was so good.
0: I, I don't think they would do three and four together because four is such a different kind of game than Correct. three. I think they would yeah. just say, Hey, here's three plus or whatever. Yeah. Like, and and then do four another time. Um, I, I do want to reference one more thing that that Chad is saying, and that's owning physical games versus having subscription services and and that is, hey, I am a hundred percent with you. that's that's why I am very cautious about things like Netflix. Yes, I have a Netflix account, but I also am purchasing uh, a lot of a lot of media or acquiring media in in some ways. Uh, and And having those on hard drives, I, I prefer to have stuff on hard drives. I like having a physical collection of of video games. I hearings whenever we do our our uh, monthly previews and Bobby talks about the games that are coming to Game Pass. One of the things we never mention are the games that are leaving Game Pass because that happens a lot too, and mm-hmm. it happens with Netflix when you have these big kind of subscription deals you are renting that content. Like, not just us are renting that content from a subscription service, the subscription services are also renting that content as yeah. well, and sometimes it goes away. And, and, uh, and that's, what I, that's the thing that's scariest to me if when I'm saying we'd have somebody dictating what games we can and can't play. If, if Microsoft is the one who gets to tell me, oh, you know, that game's just not popular enough, so we're just going to take it off Game Pass, and now, um, you, know, now you can't play it at all. Well, you can like, buy. Bobby it. and I are
2: going through. You can buy it and always with a discount.
0: For now, again, for now. But who knows? Ten years down the line, maybe Game Pass is the I mean, only dude, way.
3: At the same, we acquire time, games. Like I know you I know where you're going with this with the portal thing, and I, it doesn't make any sense. It yeah, absolutely was. It absolutely it was. That, like, like that's not that's not Microsoft's fault here. That's not Sony's fault. If anybody that's Valve's no, it's Apple's.
0: It's Apple's fault.
3: No, it's <laughs> Val What are you fault. talking
0: about? I own a game. It plays on my MacBook. Apple changes the way their software works on my same computer, and now I cannot play the right. game that I was able to play yesterday. Because That they, sounds they, like an Apple problem. They've moved
3: to 64-bit, as is Windows. There's options there for that as well. Valve has not updated that game. They have not put that game on any other modern storefronts besides their own, which is wild considering how popular that game is today. So, I, I look there's a, there's multiple people at fault I 'm not going to pin it on one person, but I think you know i agree i i see I see the idea of I like to own what I own, and I responded to chat in chat, and i'll share it here a couple years back. I made the decision to just abandon all physical media. It became a situation of like I want to be able to grab any piece of technology and sign in in a few spots and have my shit and that was one of the best decisions i've made for myself is to move my digital life across the cloud and that has allowed me to easily gain access to files documents movies tv shows games now and other forms of media that in the past it would be like i'm putting a lot of faith on a hard drive i'm putting a lot of faith on technology to be harmonious with where things are moving can my playstation from years ago be updated enough to to work in a way like I mean you have a ps3 chase but like what good is that serving you here when you can't even log on to the store to buy the game so like it's on one hand like if you don't physically own it which is what you're talking about you can't buy it anywhere and like that's a problem I think game preservation is a bigger conversation like digitizing film has been something that we've done for a while I think music has been another thing that has been incredibly digitized but for whatever reason there's a lot more stipulations around licensings with games for some like I can I can find not only can I find a movie I mean like I think there's a great example all that f- footage from the Beatles that they've recently remastered and put out like decades later in the best format you can stream and have everywhere And I think that that's a really wild concept where, like, all I'm trying to do is play a game that wasn't that long ago, by all standards, with my buddy in a way that seems pretty normal. And for whatever reason, the bits or the storefronts got in the way of that. And that really shouldn't be the case here. And I'm sure that you and I could have found a workaround besides the the fucking gymnastics we had to go through to make this work. But yeah, it, I,
0: I could buy a, I could buy a physical ps PS3 copy of that game, right. put it in there, and then PS3 for some reason at that point in in video game history, Valve liked Sony more than they liked Microsoft. Yeah. So remember the PS3 you could sign into
2: your Disney. PlayStation account. <laughs> I,
0: I can still, I can sign or, into it for whatever reason. Or, uh, I'm just having trouble purchasing. Is yeah. that a
2: weird weird thing. thing? Anyway,
0: anyway, I think I think we've all made some some good points here. It's it's a. We're we're gonna have to wait and see for sure yeah. how this deal shakes out, and then how it actually changes video games. Yeah, good uh, year and a half before it. this is finalized. It seems like Sony is taking a pretty big hit right now. Yeah. Um, with just the just the potential threat of losing out on Call of Duty and and Microsoft making that exclusive, or at least having the power to make that exclusive, uh, Sony stock is taking a big hit and. We'll see if Sony does something to respond, if they want to acquire stuff. I I like having lots of companies out there. I like, like being able to talk about lots of developers, um, having people have their independence so they can build their small, weird, interesting stuff. And I think you start to get away from small, weird, interesting stuff when you are purchased by... A much larger corporation like a microsoft and yeah we we still got weird neat things like psychonauts 2 but psychonauts 2 was something that started from crowdfunding um i I, I know i was a crowdfunder for it um and you should play that game and i should i should play more of it i didn't i didn't like it (laughs) i wasn't having a good time with it but i liked a lot of aspects of it
3: did you not like it because people liked it this time around
0: no i i'm glad people like it i wish i was one of those people i i just was i i felt it was it just felt old and if i was wanted to play something that old i would really just go back to the original psychonauts um it just it felt weird anyway we have uh talked quite a bit about this acquisition and that's nice but i think it's time for us to have a little bit more fun and so, guys, uh, it's not a deep dive exactly, but I have created a little uh, a little game for us to play. So, Bobby, why don't you switch over?
3: Oh, I'm already there. Thank you very
0: much. And uh, and we're going to play some Jeopardy. I am your host of Casual Hour Jeopardy, Chase Kennedy. Alex Trebek couldn't be here with us on account of him being dead, uh, but Jeez. I am here. RIP. And and uh, and that's honestly more important at this point. So we have Casual Hour Jeopardy. Two teams, Bobby on one side, Johnny on the other. And uh, we're going to play this basically
3: like Jeopardy. Yeah? Uh, Uh, So answer in the form of a question? uh,
0: You don't have to answer in the form of a question. I have written all these questions and answers, and and I've written them in question format, but you don't
3: have to do that. So Um, I don't have to do that is what you're saying
0: no if if you want to but i think it would actually be detrimental to you because here's how we're going to play the game if you are listening to this as a podcast i would instruct you i would ask you to maybe pause it here and go check out the the vod the video on demand because i think this is going to show up a little better if uh if you were watching the the watching us do this instead of listening to us do this so uh, Bobby and Johnny, so we aren't just yelling over each other with the answers. I'm going to ask that you write your answers in chat so I am able to see who comes in first. And if you're watching this on the stream, you'll also be able to see it in chat of who uh, rings in first with the correct answer. I'm, I'm going to say you can guess as many answers as you want, uh, and whoever just gets the first correct answer is the one who wins those points and gets control of the board to take us to the next question. Um, I'm going to say as like the host Arbiter here that if neither of you are getting the answer, uh, I'm going to say like, there's no specific time limit on, on these answers, but if things are getting slow, I'll, I'll just move it along and say, okay, nobody got that answer and, and get us there. Okay. You guys happy with this? Um, Chad, chat, chat, thank you, thank you for that question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you not, if if possible. I would like to test the video game knowledge between Bobby and Johnny. Uh, Chad, I know you know, I know you're gonna know all the answers, and I love you for it. Uh, but I, I want to see how these guys do with these questions that I've built for them. Right. So we're gonna go in, sure. and the first thing we're going to do is see the category names, and I'll go through these category names. Category 1, sub to my channel, this is, uh, uh, you're gonna have to guess what the subtitle is to the video game mentioned in the clue. The next section is Pokemon, and then, hey, that's my game, where I'll give you a game name and you tell me who the protagonist of that title is. War games, note war in the title. Each correct answer will have, or each correct question or however uh, response, each correct response will have war somewhere in the title. What and, uh, and then everybody's favorite, potpourri. So, Bobby, as a former host of uh, the Casual Hour, I'm going to give you first dibs and ask you, where do you want to go on the board?
1: Uh, you can pick any to my channel. Start anyone For how much? Two hundred. 200 all right the clue is
0: it's the subtitle of zelda 2 nintendo probably figured people would stop uh calling the protagonist zelda if they put his name on the box
1: uh johnny got it first the answer is johnny did get it first look at the order of the of chat link.
3: what yeah yeah what's, say about, what's, what's it say what's what's it say before johnny No, no, no! I want the answers, not not pick me. You, you you put the answer in the chat. Well, if you if we do it this way, if we say, "Hey, I've got the answer," I can audibly tell you the answer, and do it that way. Uh, Also, I I don't like that because that came first in chat. No, it didn't. It doesn't doesn't really matter. (laughs) It absolutely did not. Look at the chat history. Yeah, the chat. The chat history has Bobby
0: saying, "Pick me first.
3: Yeah, Johnny. Um, My
2: chat history shows mine above you. So, well, your
0: chat history is wrong in this one. uh, jedi i want to say i put pot- pot- potable shit on here i couldn't think of enough video game drinks to put in here um okay so bobby i'm looking for the actual answer in here i i think if you would pick me or some kind of way for me to have to choose you first that gives you time to keep thinking about the answer i'd rather you put in the answer in chat i know uh, that that sounds like a little tougher, but I would. jeopardy prefer.
3: has an audible noise anyway i what do i know you don't
0: have that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is not actual Jeopardy. I'm not no, actually. Out this of is track. already rigged. It's at.
3: fucking fake news. Here we go again. Just bullshit. Johnny is team two.
0: As team, two, I award you. I mean, points. why would Johnny. I have a chance
3: when you and Johnny go out and do your little videos on the weekend anyway? So what the fuck do I wow, have a chance for? Wow.
0: So so uh, so butthurt on this, Johnny. You have control yeah. of the board. Where would you like to go?
2: Uh, let's do sub to my channel for three hundred.
0: Up my channel for three
1: hundred. Metal Gear Solid Four. Ring in if you know the answer. Nope, not okay. seeing it yet. You oh, you fine. can guess multiple times if you uh, if you if you prefer. Uh, I'm going to be a little
0: loose on spelling here, on on any of these. Uh, I'm going to allow for whatever spelling. Uh, Johnny gets the correct answer here. What is Guns
1: of the Patriots? Bobby, have you played uh, Metal Gear Solid 4?
3: No. MSGV is all I've played. Or MGS. Sorry, I'm a Yeah,
0: MSG is a different thing.
3: MSG. Uh, I do a lot more with that than I do with Metal Gear. Let's do. Now you got points. Where are we going?
2: Let's do sub to my channel for 400, please. Sub to my channel for
1: 400. Metroid Prime 2. Metroid Prime 2. Metroid Prime 2. Oh, fuck. Um. I'll give you a hint. I put a hint in the clue. Wait. Oh, Metroid Prime 2? Metroid Prime 2. That's, yep. You,
0: you, you, that is... <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say neither of you got this one. It is Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. Echo, echo, echo. Gotcha. Hey, good stuff. Uh Johnny, you still control the board. Where would you like to go? Oh, I guess I gotta show the answer. It is Echoes. There you go.
2: Let's uh let's, let's do for five hundred. Sub to my channel.
0: Sub to my channel for five hundred. It's the subtitle to the second Ratchet and Clank game. But please do us a favor and keep your
1: shorts on. I don't know. I've Nope, I do not see the correct answer yet.
2: This most recent one is the only ratchet and clank game yeah. I've ever played. I'm just trying yeah. to.
0: I mean, you guessed the answer for the third ratchet and clank game. So that's, that's close. You got close. Uh, all right, I,
2: they all have very suggested have games. Guess? They do, and there's a clue in the clue. I know. I'm. I'm I can't. I don't. Uh, know. Five seconds. No idea.
1: The answer is, what is going Commando?
2: See, I, I, the wheels were churning. Yeah, yep, they were. Okay. Uh, Johnny, continue wait. on. What do you got? Do Pokemon for 100, please.
0: Pokemon for 100. A move introduced in Generation 1, Chansey was the only Pokemon other than Mew. Uh, was able to learn. It uh, was the only Pokemon that could learn it in Red, Blue, and Yellow, which made the trip to pick up the TM forty-one that held it in Celadon a bit of a
1: wasted journey. I haven't seen the answer yet. Oh man,
2: uh, that was my, that was the only
3: <laughs> that's the only answer I had. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, right. then. Bobby, yeah,
0: any, anything you want to weigh in on?
3: Never use Chansey.
0: That's fair. That's Why fair. Would uh, Why would I? The answer, so close, Johnny. The answer is soft oh, boiled, not hard boiled. You, you, you were there, and yet you weren't. Good try. Good try.
2: Okay. Pokemon. Johnny, you still control the board. Pokemon for 200.
0: Pokemon for 200. It's the year Pokemon Red and Blue were released in North America. Uh, Johnny got it first What is not 19- According to my 19- chat
3: timeline It was there before his It's it's clearly says Take a screen screenshot I'm going to send you first. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Hey uh,
0: Johnny You let's, continue
2: Let's do a Hey that's my game for 100
0: Hey that's my game for 100 Metroid
1: Fusion Full name required please
3: do you play anything besides Nintendo games?
0: There are plenty of non-Nintendo questions in Mm -hmm. here. I'm sorry
1: that you didn't pick them yet. Uh, 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 Full name required, please. Thank you. Thank you. The answer is
0: Samus Aran. Johnny gets the points.
1: Johnny, where do you want to go next?
2: uh hey that's my game for 200 please
1: answer skyrim not a nintendo game johnny is correct with the
0: dragonborn or the dova are
3: we supposed to answer in the form of a question it's it doesn't matter. there's to. No, no rules the here t- you have to fucking type and <sighs> not talk it's stupid it's fucking dumb is what it is, Johnny. That's the rule. Be fucking stupid. Oh, that's how we're man. playing like, well,
0: it. Says Johnny's got a thousand, thousand points. points. Yeah. All,
3: <laughs> Johnny's all I have to do it's a buzzer. Like that's what Jeopardy is, but we have to fucking sure. type it out.
0: Johnny's getting these answers before you and he's also doing the who is, which you don't have to do. I think that's some domination on Johnny's part. That's
3: fine. I think that, right. that you're doing Johnny, it you're this like, way yeah. is bullshit.
0: I, this is the fairest way I could think of doing it.
3: I know. Feel bad for all of our podcasters out there. Uh, let's do potpourri for a hundred.
0: Potpourri for hundred. She was the winner, if you could call that, of the Casual Hours worst character tournament in 2021. And Johnny gets the points. Who is Tiny Tina? <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate that. I guess the Bob. Good try. Good try. Uh,
2: yeah. Potpourri for two hundred.
0: For two hundred, it's the video game magazine Dan Shu Shu worked on from 1996 to 2008 before co-founding BitMob.com in 2009. Uh, uh, BitMob, where when you're here, you're family. Uh, Johnny gets it right again with Electronic Gaming
1: Monthly (EGM). Good for you. Where are we going now? <laughs>
2: Um, let's He's do so War Games for 100.
1: War
0: Games for 100. The protagonist this, this of this mythological series has ever done quite the show. resume. The worst He's killed thing we've Poseidon, Hades, Thanatos, Ares, and most recently, like, Baldur.
3: Fire up fucking Super Robot Wars. Stream it over Johnny, here right now. That's Johnny that's gets the at. points.
0: Not uh, what is God of War. i waited. Oh, right. start
2: typing that. <laughs> Johnny, what do you got? Uh, War Games for 200, please. War Games for 200. This game
0: franchise, developed in North Carolina, is known for its iconic weapon design and numerous walk and talk sequences. Still don't know? Maybe you can ask Anya to cog, or rather jog, your memory. Johnny hits the points with
1: Gears of War. Johnny, what do you got?
2: War, uh, War Games for 300.
1: War Games for
0: 300. In 2021, this series celebrated its 30th anniversary with a brand new title. That was the first time many in the West had heard of it. Unless, of course, you listen to the casual hour where one particular host has mentioned it once or twice on the show, much to the other host's chagrin.
2: Bobby's not even participating. I don't I'm think not. he's
0: participating. Well, then that this is really not going well for you, Bobby, but I'm going to keep going because I'm finding it fun. Johnny, where do you want to go now? Uh, War Games for 400, please. War Games for 400. This Ubisoft Paris-developed cross-gen title was the first game on the Xbox 360 to be graced with the Tom Clancy name. If you played the original Xbox, PS2, or PC versions, you were locked to playing it in first-person only, but with the power of the Xbox 360, gamers could choose between first or third-person for maximum glance tactical shooting action. have not seen the answer yet. Remember, you need war in the title.
1: These are war uh, games. Uh... <laughs> that
0: is a fun answer, but not a correct uh, answer, John.
2: I don't know. So, Alright,
0: I'm going to give Bobby one chance to come and steal. Pass. He, uh, he passes. The answer is, what is Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter? also known as Graw. Johnny, where do you want to go next?
2: Pokemon oh, for 300.
0: Pokemon for 300. It's the current amount of Pokemon as of Generation 8 without oh, rounding. Gosh. You uh, don't have to be exact. Just the hundreds place is enough. You could say 100, 200. But Johnny gets it. 898. But anything in the 800s
2: was acceptable.
0: Congratulations, Johnny. You get to pick where you go now. Uh.
2: Pokemon 400. Pokemon for
0: 400. The name of a generation stick, six starter Pokemon.
1: Anyone. Any one of them will do. Oh, gosh. I'm drawing a blank.
3: Yeah. I'm not even drawing.
1: Uh, Jedi, I agree. Um,
0: I just, I think it'd be harder to uh, uh, harder to gauge when somebody has buzzed in uh, at the end of my question. But it uh, seems like one person is just decided to be a really bad sport about it, so we'll just move on. You could have said Chespin, Fennekin, or Froakie. This uh, is the Pokemon XY right. generation. Froakie. Johnny, you still have control of the board. Where are we going now?
2: Pokemon 500.
0: Pokemon for 500. When Pokemon Mega Evolve, they sometimes change their typing. Gyarados, for example, is normally water flying, but when a Mega evolves, it turns into water and this type.
1: I have not seen the correct answer yet. Mm. Maybe I should have let the chat. Participate. I yeah. would have gotten at least uh, more participation than I'm getting from one host. Hey, you're the host. I give uh, it five, five more seconds. I don't know. I don't know. I never I have
0: never. The, I've the never, answer, the answer uh, is what is dark?
2: Oh, interesting. Okay. Water dark. Water dark. Yep. Moving right. on. Johnny, uh, let's get that sub to my channel out of the way. That last one.
0: Sub to my channel, Halo 5. Hey,
1: we've got those in Destiny 2. And Destiny 2, too. What was the rule for this one? What
2: do you, what do you mean? Oh, oh, the, the s- subtitle. Okay.
1: Yeah, sorry. Sub- oh,
0: sorry. Yeah, the subtitle. What's the subtitle? Thank, thank you, Johnny. Yes, it is Halo 5 Guardians.
2: Johnny, you have a commanding lead and control of the board. Uh, let's do War Games for 500, please.
0: War Games for 500. World
2: War II games were all the rage in the early 2000s, mostly
0: thanks to the popular Call of Duty series. The landscape changed when Infinity Ward launched Call of Duty Modern Warfare in 2007, but Treyarch decided to attempt one more World War II title with this game, the last before switching to Call of Duty Black Ops, and the first to feature the series' popular zombie mode. Uh,
2: Uh, man
1: pretty forgotten college
0: game
2: it's on the tip of my tongue um it also had vehicle combat in multiplayer it's not kind of, uh, kind of neat shit cuz it was it was the one after modern warfare 2 right or the one after yeah. the first modern warfare yes there we go
1: hey
0: wow with an amazing come from behind victory Bobby gets the correct answer. It's Call of Duty, World at War. Bobby, starting your comeback now. Where do you want to go?
3: I forfeit to Johnny. He can pick.
0: All right, Johnny, where do you want to go?
3: Hey, that's my game, 300.
0: Hey, that's my game for 300 Psychonauts. Johnny gets it right. Who is Raz Rasputin
1: Aquato? Congratulations, Johnny. Moving on. Hey, that's my game, 400. Super Mario Land 3. Johnny is correct.
0: Sounds like a trick question. It's Wario. I mean, it's technically called Wario Land, but, uh, yeah. you know, I didn't want to give you give it away. So uh, Johnny gets the points. Johnny! Got four hey. more questions, four uh, uh,
2: clues. Let's, let's round out this. Hey, that's my game category.
1: Hey, that's my game for five hundred. Portal.
2: Oh no, tough one. Um, not seeing the correct answer yet. Oh man, shit. I used to know this. I, I'm just I'm drawing a blank right now. All
0: right two seconds one second answer is who shell. is shell?
1: shell shell that's right
0: all right yeah colin please uh feel free to pipe in it would be nice to have some competition for johnny johnny uh where do you want to go next
2: operee for 300 please
0: operee for 300 it's the name of the orange ghost in pac-man and the only one that
1: doesn't rhyme Colin gets the answer correct. Who is Clyde? Clyde is the average one. Good job, Colin. Uh,
0: Colin, I would give command of the board, but I think it'll take too long. Johnny, you want 400 or 500? 400. 400 in potpourri. The number of inputs this
1: includes buttons, sticks, everything
2: oh, on a GameCube
1: controller.
2: Um... I'll
1: give you a hint. It's under 20. Colin gets it right. What
0: is 11? Congratulations, Colin. Colin, I'll give you uh, command of the board here because there's only one question left. We'll go potpourri for 500. It's the name of
1: the terror who lives in the pitch black areas of the Zork series. Take care not to be eaten by one.
2: Uh, this, is, this is an
1: old, old game here.
0: Colin doesn't have an answer. Johnny, do you have it's a chance north. to. I don't. I'm sorry. That's, that's all right. The answer is what is a Groo? Oh. Yeah. Eaten by a Groo. That's hey, where
2: it that comes from. Making her casual error debut. This is Dot. A,
0: do- a dog.
2: A dog. Oh, a dog.
0: Say hi,
1: Dot. <laughs> Everybody.
0: Well, Dot, your, uh, your dad is, uh, is quite the accomplished video game trivia player. Uh, Johnny wins 3,300 points yeah, to Bobby's 500, and uh, I think Colin had 700, if you count up his points. So good job, Colin, and, uh, and great job, Johnny, and uh, Bobby's a poor sport, and that was uh, really disappointing. That's how this had to go.
3: Yeah, hey, it's almost like we were talking about PCs that's, or something.
0: That's the, ca- that's the casual hour for you. Sometimes one person doesn't want to have a good time. Yeah. Anyway, everybody, that has been the casual hour's deep dive and also a discussion on Microsoft's acquisition of Call of Duty. Um, I guess I'm going to give the reins over to Bobby. Maybe he'll perk up a little bit if he gets to talk and tell us where he can find uh, more casual uh, hour You content. can keep doing it, man.
3: Go for it.
1: All right.
3: me uh stop this stream here for that there we go uh chase anything else nope that was it okay congratulations johnny have a great night everybody take care